You are now tuned in to the Key Essentials to a Kingdom Life, formerly known as the Gay Heartfelt Experience. Welcome to the Key Essentials to a Kingdom Life. This is a brave space where we explore everyday experiences that connect us all, find the lessons and gain the wisdom that's essential to heal through life and grow closer to Jesus Christ. Get ready to laugh, cry, pray, and more than anything, challenge ourselves to seek truth in love. I'm your host, Kianda Hester, and this is Essential. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Brave Space. It's your girl Key. Yep, that's me. <laughs> um, here to break down another experience, pulling the key essentials so that we can learn, heal, and grow on this journey called life towards Jesus Christ. All right. Um, we have a lot to get into today. All right. We are back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm so excited to finally be back. Boy, it's been a long road. <laughs> it's been a long road. Um, This is going to be, we're going to really break down a lot of stuff in this uh, episode experience, right? Oh my gosh, we're going to really dive in and talk about it all. Why is the name changed? you see the title, we're going to get into it. But even though the name has changed, one thing that hasn't changed is how I give praise. And I'm always going to give praise by prayer. So we're going to jump into a prayer. If you are new to this experience, um, don't shy away just because I'm about to pray. I believe that regardless of your religious creed, whatever, we should be able to coexist in the same space. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable at this time. Um, This is how I kind of get into my thing and give praise to my Lord and Savior for allowing me to even be, have breath and allowing me to be able to give you guys any key essentials. All right. So, um, yeah, I don't want you to harden your heart uh, because I believe that some of these things can help anybody, no matter who you are. All right. So I'm about to pray again, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. um, And then I'll see you guys back. Right. All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, the great I am, the God of Israel, I come before you and I just humbly thank you for the breath in my lungs. I thank you for giving me another day to be able to walk towards the path that you have set for me, Father God. I thank you for your grace and your mercy um, for it's new every single day. I thank you for the provisions because I cannot be able to do this without you. And I'm so thankful. I pray that uh, during this time that you just keep our hearts and our minds open uh, during this process. I pray that this message edifies those who are listening. Um, And if they already know this information, may they be able to give someone else this information, Father God. I pray um, that you have your way. You completely and utterly have your way along this journey, Father God, along this this experience that we're about to have, uh, me, you, and uh, those who are listening. I ask for your constant protection. I ask that you continue to keep your holy angels encamped around me and those that I love. I ask the same for those who are listening as well, Father God. I pray that um, those who are believers become stronger in their walk with you and those who are not, Father, I pray that their hearts are open and they start to answer when you knock on their hearts, Father God. I know you're not a forceful God, but I pray that they seek you and um, seek truth more than anything. 
Uh, I love you. I thank you. I thank you so much, Father God. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say amen. 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 Man, it's... the. We got a lot to break down. So for those who are new, my goal in this uh, experience is really to break down who I am, because I do believe we're going to get some new people over here in the Brave space. So I want to just introduce who I am, how the show breaks down, and then we're going to really get into the topic of today. So go grab, um, get yourselves comfortable, all right? Like my shows are normally kind of (laughs) long, but especially when we have guests on, but I want you to get a, get into a comfortable position. Don't hesitate to get your, your, your journal or get some type of notes or whatever. Go get a glass of wine. Um, not for the person who has issues with like drinking. If you know, you're not supposed to, cause you can't control yourself and you inevitably want to get drunk, don't go get a wine. But for other people who feel like they can control themselves, (laughs) go get a glass of wine, really get to relax. Um, And we're really going to just, we're going to talk, all right? We're going to chat. So the mood song for this episode is, um, you're going to hear me interchange between episode and experience because I'm so used to saying this is an experience. I think each and every time I do a show, it's an experience. Um, And we be still sharing our experiences, right? So, yeah. Um, But the mood song, you always, those who are, uh, go to the blog and kind of dive into the journal of of each experience. Um, There's always a mood song. And that's because I have a love for music. (laughs) And you can definitely check out the playlist um, for the first season. Um, it should be up on Spotify. Uh, make sure, and it's going to be wonky because sometimes the songs come from YouTube. So I'll be trying to finagle it and figure it out. But honestly, guys, this song, that it, it's Make Me Over. We have a repeat. <laughs> we have a repeat. It's Make Me Over by Brie Babineau. I feel like this is the song to my life right now. Um, definitely go to the blog so that you can see what I'm talking about. Um, cause I put the, it's like, she has the song on streaming platforms, but it's nothing compared to her live version where her, where she, this is the song that got her famous. Um, I think, and I believe started her career. So make me over is like, I'm constantly, constantly asking God to change me, renew me, make me over. Cause I don't know, Nant. Don't know the things I do. <laughs> like, I don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know nothing. We're just constantly on this journey to grow, to learn, right? To heal. Um, and I'm just exposing, I'm just sharing these experiences so that we can heal and learn together, you know? So really, really listen to that song. That's the mood for this. Um, I feel like that's also the mood for my life right now but you know check out for the next one for the next (laughs) on the next (laughs) check out the mood song for the next uh experience all right so who am i for those who are new like they're like okay like who is this person i like i'm 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 tapped in but like who are you i am kionda hester right key (laughs) 
yep, that's me. I don't know why I do that each time, but it feels so natural. Um, I'm Kiana Hester. Professionally, I'm a licensed social worker, soon to be clinical. Woo, woo. Speaking that, um, I specialize in cognitive behavioral therapy. I have also deal with anxiety, grief, depression um, as well. I have worked with children and adults for several years, like accumulatively 10 um, going on more. And I utilize a lot of creative out-of-the-box things, uh, ways to help clients build and define their self-worth. I also work with families, helping the helping the family dynamics. Um, I currently do ABA with children with autism. I'm diving into that, which is extremely exciting. And uh, I'm also like, I say I work with justice. Uh, I hope like battle justice on Fridays. <laughs> Seriously, I do, but I just... Um, I don't want to go into the complete details of it, but I'm helping build a, a organization or a hub that helps fight justice for those who are in need navigating the system, So, which is really exciting. So those are the things I do. I'm also the founder of National Good Deeds Day, and today is National Good Deeds Day. So happy National Good Deeds Day, y'all. I am so excited. I started this initiative in 2014, and it was a way for me to invoke peace and uh, really spread love and get people out of thinking of themselves. I didn't want people to be selfish. I wanted people to be selfless um, and understand that we are all connected. Like one person's mistake at times can really catapult and affect so many other people. Uh, and we can show proof of that in the Bible, you know, back in Deuteronomy, when our ancestors were in the wilderness, you know, God told them to go fight. And I remember when they was pillaging, like, like fighting and I'm like, I'm gonna try to get on the blog. I'm gonna get the exact, uh, place that you guys can go. But during the time it was either in Deuteronomy or Joshua, but when they went to, I think it's in Joshua, when they went to uh get the land or whatever from I think it was like the Canaanites or something God said don't take any of like burn it all down don't take anything but one person did he took some jewels and stuff and he hid it in like under his tent and so many people died in the camp so many people died because of that and they were trying to figure out like why doesn't God like why God not messing with us because one person within the camp messed up. And there's a, there's a strong key, I think, about us being connected. I know I kind of just went off. But, you know, this is the key essential to a kingdom life. Like, so we won't talk about it. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, I'm a big believer that we all should be able to help out each other. And I really wanted something to spread love. So, National Good Deeds Day is actually on my birthday, August 18th. I was born 1888. And, um... In 2014, I think I was turning 26 and I was like, listen, instead of people doing things for me on, on my birthday, I want people to give. Don't think about me. Just give to other people. Do a good deed, whatever that good deed may be. Do a good deed, pay for someone's coffee. And originally what me and my friends would do is we were taking toys, giving it to shelters, giving it to the hospital, handing stuff like to kids in the hospital, um, giving toys out in the street, giving affirmation cards, hugs, like paying for people's food. Like we were doing that. 
Then it transitioned into me making sure that the homeless population, which I feel like are our distant cousins, making sure that they were taken care of. So I used to give blessing bags and stuff like that as well. Going like, I used to call it a homeless run. I don't know if I like that term anymore, but we used to do that. And then in 2018, I was turning 30. So I did a block party. Uh, there was my first one. It was absolutely amazing. I did it up in Harlem. Um, and the beauty about National Good These Day is that everything is from y'all. Like, I get money from the people that I follow. I get enough money. Every block party was enough money from the people that I follow to get the toys, to get the to get the bounty house for the kids. So the block party, everything is free. You get free food. You get access to consultations to for therapy. You get resources that's in the community. The children have something called paint and sip that a lovely artist came and did with the kids. You get to learn how to do, you know, essential oils and stuff with, uh, someone who was like doing soap. Shout out to Eater now. I had my home girl. Uh, she's she's on the pink and green wall. She definitely came out to do massages. You learn how to do get your body right. Like it was so many different activities, and we always did uh back to school giveaways. And then later on, a lot of people don't notice, but after the block party, which was a lot of work, we would go and do blessing bags and give out to the homeless. So it. National Good these days, usually for us, is like me and my friends and the team. It's like an all-day process. But, yeah, so during the pandemic, obviously, you can find this information out on my page and actually on the website. We didn't do the block party. I I felt like there was a – I really felt God telling me to take a step back for a second. It's Regardless if I don't have a block party, National Good these days is still a day, right? It's still a holiday, we still celebrate it because it didn't start off with a block party. It started off with us hitting the streets. So last year, what I did is I needed time to go away from myself. I really felt like I needed, God was trying to give me a message and um, he gave me a really great one, which is going to come up in this, in this episode for sure. So he gave me a message and it really was about, um, I mean, and what I did actually for National Good Deeds Day was I gave my time, right? There's so many different ways that we can give to people. I gave my time. I'm not, I'm a therapist, right? I do therapy. I don't have my C yet, but I do therapy. I've been doing it for years with children and adults. Um, so, and I run groups and my goal was to give time to people. So I opened up a Zoom where people can come in and have certain time with me and vent. If you just needed to vent because you needed somebody to talk to, if you needed a consultation to say like, should I go to therapy? What do you think about this? I was there for that. I may do that again today. Um, and yeah. Also for National Good Deeds Day, we give away clothes too. So like for the block party, it was like the closet there where you can just come no matter who you are, just come and pick up clothes. I'm a big believer that we need to stop this, um, the stereotypes against hand-me-downs, right? Like if I'm in a community and I need help, we should be able to help each other, not care about these fancy uh, labels, right, that don't give a crap about us, I think it's time for us to take care of each other so that we can all be financially stable, right? So, like, if your child does, and there's so much bullying and there's so much um, issues that children have around clothing, that is just unnecessary. If we can help someone out and really pull away from the stigma of, oh, she got my hand-me-downs, or, oh, this is old, and this is, th-. like, listen, let's share. I mean, don't we don't give crap. Right. If you got holes and stuff, don't bring it to the don't give it to somebody. Throw it away. Right. Or you reuse the material for something else. You know, people, y'all creative. We creative. So 
Yeah, that's uh, National Gazette these days is absolutely amazing. And the goal is, is that it's going to turn into a lot more um, and it will be a foundation. Amen. Uh, to be able to give a lot more to the people. So, yeah, happy National Good Deeds Day, everybody. Make sure you go out and do a good deed. Remember, get creative. There are so many different ways that you can give. Um, so definitely make sure that you give today, all right? All right. So that's who I am. Just a little something about me. And um, what is this show about? What is this show about? So this show is literally like it breaks it down. Everybody thinks that a lot of times people think that they're alone in their experiences, right? You have people like, oh, nobody knows what I'm going through. Especially, especially on this journey where you seek in God and um, you are following your com- the commandments and you're just really out here trying to live you know, the life that God has intended you to live, you know, um, you're reading your Bible and you just, you really just want to get it right in the world that is completely perverse and, and does things against what the Bible says. It's not easy, right? It's not easy to deny your flesh all the time. And I think a lot of people have these experiences that don't say anything. And my goal is, is that really to break down the everyday experiences that we have. The everyday experiences, you may think it's small, but somebody's going through it and somebody needs to hear about it so that they can heal, they can learn, and they can grow. That's really what it's about. And the the goal is to, everyone, I believe, purpose on this earth is to be a disciple. If you're a believer, you should be given the message to save lives in some type of way, right? Because we know every knee shall bow. We know he's coming back. Um, and I don't want people to go to the lake of fire. You know, some people are like, girl, that ain't. Listen, I, I believe in the Bible. You know, the foundation of this of this podcast is faith. The foundation of this podcast is Jesus. What I speak about is from the Bible. I don't really deviate from it. I try to read it line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm not perfect. I'm learning. Um, I'm growing and I'm healing, right? But we're going to be humble. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Um, I used to get that from Transformation Church. I don't go to the church anymore, but um, that's something I really did love about that humble, open and transparency. And that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to be. And hopefully we can grow and learn together because this, this show since season one, I am always blessed by the guests. I'm always blessed when I release an experience to someone because when I have to sit and go through it and like really go through the like forming it and making sure that I'm just not rambling all over the place. It's, it's it's therapeutic it helps me it really does so this this is why this is the brave space we out here with each other right all right so hopefully you have a clear understanding of what this show is about we break down experiences i use my professional and my personal um and we use the bible to (laughs) extract key essentials that can help us grow heal and um and learn more in this world in this life, right? And the ultimate goal is to move closer to Christ, to be a servant, to be a disciple, um, 
and continue to spread the word. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, right? And um, yeah, so let's get in. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the breakdown of the show. So usually you guys have seen, I do a check-in. I just wanna address why I do check-in. So I do check-ins with my clients, right? Because I may have, I may have uh, planned out a session for my kid or, you know, a, a client. And if I don't check in with them, sometimes I'm, I'm usually able to just like notice it. But if I don't check in, my plan, they're not going to be focused on my plan because they're focused on whatever the stressor is that they really need to talk about. And that's really the same thing in school, right? For children. Children can't learn if they have an immediate stressor going on in their lives, right? If their food, their shelter, and things are like um, the Maslow, if that thing is not, if that's not taken care of, they can't focus on this geometry and algebra, Ugh, you know? Sorry for all the, all the math nerds out there. Your girl is not good at math. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I always do a check-in. It's it's also a way for me, it's also a way of grounding, right? The check-in on this show is mainly so that people can see that this is a it's not just a unilateral experience but it's a bilateral that we're in this together so like this season we are looking at things from a we're looking at bravery and we're looking at joy right because actually in 2000 last year when I went away the biggest message God was giving me was to be brave and create like to be courageous Joshua 1 9 um you know guys I don't even have it up that's usually I have it on my wall but it's in my bathroom um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it because why the heck not? Why wouldn't I? Right? Why wouldn't I read it? So that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna go to Joshua 1, I believe, is it 7 or 9? Let's get into it. And this was like so strong. I remember just finishing Exodus and then also reading this and I was like it just it was coming like really strong so I'm just gonna read out I'm reading from the King James Version only be thou strong and very courageous and thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou was made prosper with ever so ever thou goest this book of the law shall not depart of the, out of thy mouth thou shalt mediate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success verse 9 that was 7 and 8 I'm going into verse 9 sorry have not I commanded thee be strong and of good courage be not afraid neither be thy dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee, with soever there thou goest. I know people are like, why are you reference the King James? I only really look at the King James Version. Um, unless there's the chances of things being taken out and revamped and so forth. 
So it made me think about bravery because I was pushed into a lot of positions of which it was about, you know, remember I quit my job in October, y'all. Um, and I had to do that and trust that everything was going to be okay. I need to let people know God has sustained me. God has sustained me the entire way through. Okay. I didn't know where money was going to come from. Rent is high. And when I tell you, I was able to let that go and let God like, that's like the one thing that I was like, really? <laughs> and I, it wasn't easy. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't have moments of panic. Like, <sighs> like you know, where is it going to come from? I mean, God sent one person to give me money and nobody else. And I mean, since October, I just started doing ABA. So yeah, God has sustained me. My rent is high. My rent is not like, I live, come on, we live in New York, right? So like, yeah, and my rent is my rent is is up there. Um, I still got to keep the lights on. Still got to eat, and I've been surviving. And that's because the Lord, I I give praise to God. The Lord has sustained me. <sighs> Y'all don't know. God has sustained me every step of the way. So, but there's levels, right? There's that's just one area, but there's so many different areas in which. I felt this push of being courageous, right? Don't fear right, don't fear left. Stay the course and know that I got you. I'm gonna let y'all know I haven't succeeded in in all the areas. <laughs> I have not. I haven't. I'm I, I really haven't. Um, so my journey was really exploring bravery. And this is why, because one. I, I love to learn and hear from other people of how they, you know, the things that they push through. But it's also a reminder for the audience who are listening and the guests, right? As well as myself. When you think about the last thing you did that made you feel brave or you had to, you had to be brave in order to do it, it's a reminder that there's going to be other moments in which you have to be courageous and you have to step out and do something. Don't forget what you came through. Don't forget where God brought you. What you came out of, right? And where you're going. And you have the tools to get there because you just said what you had to do that was brave. Each and every one of us had to do something that was brave. And we need not to forget that. You know, the our ancestors in the wilderness, right? We're going back to them. They saw God do at like miracles, right? miracles part the sea they saw um him come down and and tear up egypt right tore egypt apart right yet as soon as a hardship came they were like what is gonna happen to us we should just be slaves again we just need to go back to blah 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 blue right and it's like did you not just forget that god brought you through did you not, how, how is it that you forgot that quickly? But that's what we do. We genuinely forget that we just got through such a huge hurdle, that we are not the same person that we were a day ago, a month ago, a year ago. And we need to remember these things and kind of keep it in the forefront so that when the next thing comes, we're prepared and we know that we can do it 
right? So it's that's that grounding as is a reminder. And everywhere in the, in the Bible, a lot it says, "Remember, remember that I did," or "Remember this," right? Remember to keep the 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 holy the Sabbath because we need to remember these things. Um, then what bring the next question is what brings you joy and why? Why am I asking that question? Honestly, when I started National Good These Day in two thousand and fourteen, I think that's when. I genuinely felt a lot of joy in my life. Like I remember like my 20, my, the year of 25 for me was so beautiful. I was learning so much and shifting. I was like shedding a lot of ego and, and, um, it was a beautiful experience. And I think that's when I felt, uh, I remember feeling like so close to God and it's such a joy that it's just, it was, I don't know, so inspiring. And on this walk, as I continue, because it's a lifelong journey, I started to feel that type of joy again as I continuously read my Bible and have time for God. And I wanted I wanted to just explore what other people feel, but also it's a reminder to relish in those things that bring us joy. Because there's so we can pinpoint so many things that don't bring us joy, right? That gets us upset. But when you have that grounding, like that that moment that you know, that thing that you know that brings you joy, I want my guests, I want those who are listening to take a step back and think like, damn, wasn't last time I did something that brought me joy? Maybe I need to start incorporating that. I need to start doing that. Even if it's just a memory, right? Sit, sit in that. So I want y'all to do that. I want to challenge y'all, you know, really think about what's the last thing you did that made you feel brave because you're going to face challenges. And I need you to know that you came through before with the help of God. I'm sure you came through before and you can do it again. If you did it before, we can do it again. It's a song like that, but <laughs> I know I didn't do it. No type of justice. But <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's a little like, you know, trimming. I just wanted to make sure you get to know who I am. I wanted to make sure you kind of get the understanding of why we do check-ins, right? I'm going to try to remember as much as I can the mood songs, but if I don't mention them on the episodes, make sure you check on the blogs to see them, all right? Um, music for me is so interesting because a lot of things have shifted for me in regards to music. Like as I, as the Lord continues to change my heart, there's certain songs I just can't listen to or certain things that just make me feel, you know, it's too much. And because we also have to be careful of our intake, what we are listening to, right? We have to be careful of what's coming in because it's settled. That's why the Lord says to meditate on my word day and night. He says that for a reason. Like the, the book is here to help guide us, right? He says it for a reason because, Sometimes the last thing I listen to or the last thing I hear at night, I'm waking up with that. And if it's a negative thing or if it's disturbing or if it's planting a seed that is perverse and goes against God's will, like, you don't want that. So I always try to make sure, I mean, I talk to God throughout the day, but I really have tried to have study time in the morning and at night as much as I can. Before we go any further, let's give a quick shout out to today's sponsor. 
This experience is sponsored by Nostalgia and Why. Nostalgia and Why is a creative outlet rooted in nostalgia that everyone can appreciate. A realized vision by the founder Wendy Preston to provide a time capsule of memories through mnemonic experiences. See here on the Kia Centers to a Kingdom Life, we have a way of sharing our experiences through our words. But Nostalgia and Why does this through art by way of cinematography, photography, and brand marketing. Go right now and check out the amazing work on the website at nynostalgia.com. That's N-Y-N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A.com. Also, follow the creator and founder on Instagram at Wendy Nostalgia. That's W-E-N-D-Y-N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. I also want to thank Nostalgia NY for looking out for all of you in the Brave Space. If you want to rock some of the merch or buy some nostalgic art pieces, use the code KIAESSENTIALS to receive 10% off of your purchase. Again, I want to say thank you to Nostalgia NY for sponsoring us. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so you see the topic, right? It is... Freedom, forgiveness, and change. So here we're going to dive into, we're going to dive into freedom a bit, right? And we're definitely going to get into why did I change the name of the show? Why did I get rid of K Heartfelt? What's this all about, right? We're going we're gonna to dive into it. But first, let me just talk about freedom. Guys, I did this episode, this is like my third time doing this episode, and God works so so amazingly because when I first did it I was just trying to get episodes out um in a sense because like I had the the idea for this episode right elite to talk about freedom came up the when I did the last episode um am I a bad Christian when I did that episode I did that episode over like two times and I was learning new things and I was in a space where I just wanted to make sure that I didn't say anything wrong because I, I'm not, I don't feel too good talking about something that I don't know about fully. Like I like to be really educated on something before I give like an opinion or before I really dive into it. Like that's just kind of how I've always been. And, um, and I give disclaimers like, oh, I don't really know about this, but still it was just so fresh and so new. I didn't feel like I had armor to like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I knew everything and I wanted to be careful. However, my experience is my experience and I felt so strongly um, that I kept hearing like through that process. So remember, I think, like I said, let me backtrack. I redid the show in my Christian like twice. I remember editing the video and was like, oh, I'm not going to put this one out or I'm going to try to take this out. Da, 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 da. What I thought I wanted to take out, I thought I took it out and it it did not like it did not get taken out. Let me tell y'all, I don't know. I think I do know what happened, but and it was like out of my hands. It was something that was just out of it had to be out there. So that was interesting for me. But I kept hearing like freedom, freedom. I kept feeling like. Yeah, I just remember like this next episode is going to be about freedom. When we come back for season two, it's going to be about freedom. I remember talking to my homegirl and I was like, yeah, I keep feeling like I'm hearing like it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong, learn and get it right, right? That's the that's the whole thing. 
and it's a it's one thing that we say these things but we don't notice how it still plays out in our actions right there's a lot of things that we are aware of um mentally like we get it theoretically but practically we still don't we don't do it excuse me and um took him a home girl and i was like it's okay to not have it all together um it doesn't have to be perfect it's okay to mess up and come back and be like yo i messed up and here's the correction right and i think in a world that we live in where people try to cancel you and they do the most when you do mess up like nobody ever messes up <laughs> um maybe sometimes subconsciously that kind of really messes with you where you feel like you have to really get it all together and then then there are some people who are just like perfectionists right and they try to they want to they're looking for trying to adhere to a certain standard that only they set because nobody else is really looking at them like that um and we talked about this i know from the first episode right so it's like okay i messed up who cares um, because we're all flawed humans, right? Um, and yeah, and I remember her telling me that she was like, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be confident and brave in whatever you're doing. Like, if you're gonna do this thing about God, like, you're gonna have to be bold. And when she said that, I was like, damn, that, that's been like, one of my biggest prayers has always been, I want to be bold. Like, Paul, you gotta watch out what you pray for, because I feel like God has been breaking me down. Oh, Lord, I feel like God has been breaking me down because of the things that I've prayed for. And sometimes we forget what comes out of our mouth. And but we will be judged, right, by those things according to the book. And that's in Revelations. I'll try to put it on the blog. Let me make a note so that you guys can go to it if you want. Um but yeah, I I um I felt a strong like freedom, right? So it's really understanding that the more we decide to let go, we allow God to do his job. Um and we can focus on what we need to focus on, right? And freedom in the in this context was just really releasing control releasing judgment on myself, releasing what other people think, releasing that idea of perfectionism, right? I'm not saying that you need to put out things that are crappy, boogappy, you know what I mean? What I'm saying is, is that sometimes we get too much into our heads and we need to let go. And I had to set myself free from that and allow God to have his way. and, And it allowed me to see where I needed God and I need God in all areas, honestly, like I need God in everything that I do, but it was, it allowed me to understand that this is a, this is a relationship, right? I know I've said it before, but there's a difference in, you know, faith without works is dead. We know that, but sometimes we get so gun hole in, in our ideas and what we're trying to do that we forget that in every step of the way you're in a relationship with the Lord and it's okay to lean back on what you don't know how to do. It's okay to wait for an answer um, and fudge the timeline. Because, honey, I thought I was going to be out here in March. I thought before March, I had so many personal deadlines until it was like, yeah, let me just release. Because I was doing too much, right? I was out here trying to do videos. I'm doing the blog. I'm also, you know, I'm trying to rebrand. I'm doing learning uh, 
what is it, video editing. So I'm doing like the sponsor. It was just a lot, honey. And I was like, let me just take a step back. Cause this, it don't feel like it's never going to come. <laughs> like, And let me stop stressing about how and just do it along the way. Cause nobody's requiring me to do this. Why am I putting this all on myself? Um, but yeah, I had to just allow God, like just kind of lean back and trust God and, um, and be in partnership with him. Allow God to have his way. Um, and sometimes I feel like God just wants to see if you will obey even if it doesn't make sense, right? This like quitting my job and not having any backup security, anything like that, that doesn't make sense. But I knew it was something I was supposed to do. And there's so many of you who may feel like this just doesn't make sense. I don't even I know I feel this strong feeling of I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z, but this doesn't make sense. A lot of times God will it don't make sense. It won't make sense. But God just wants to see if you will trust him. Because remember, this is a partnership. Not only do you have to trust him, but he needs to know that he can trust you with the next step. Sometimes we want to know how, why, when, how. Trust comes and faith comes in not knowing all the answers to those questions that you have. It's just to do it, right? Remember when Abraham finally got his son? He was like in a hundred, he was like a hundred some years old. He finally got his son. And God was like, all right, take him up to the mountain and go sacrifice him now abraham had faith abraham had faith um that god was gonna have to bring him back because he remembered what god promised him a lot of us get so finicky but god promised us something he promised it he doesn't lie so it's written it's there a lot of times it's us who forget that he already gave us a promise. So how you move, you should be moving in accordance to that. If God tells you, I will never forsake you. If God tells you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to provide your food. I'm going to be there for you. Those are not things we should worry about. You know? So. Letting go and, and being free in God, right? Finding freedom in God, in, in my opinion, it's um, it increases your faith and trust. And for me, I noticed this step is really essential to getting what I prayed for. It's it's like highly essential to get the things that I prayed for, which some of them are just crazy. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I'm getting this pruning. Um, yeah. So God didn't ask me to make it perfect. Uh, when he released this idea to you, right? He may have given you one thing. He didn't ask you to do X, Y, and Z. He asked you to, you know, get or do a specific thing. And sometimes we add on so much more. He's going to provide you with everything you need. Don't fear right. Don't fear left. Just keep going. Just have faith. Um, but make sure, you know, definitely consult along the way. He'll give it to you. And you constantly read his word. He'll give you his answers through his word for sure. This doesn't align with his word. It's not from God. Um, and understand you're going to go along the way. You're going to go. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to rebrand yourself. <laughs> right? Things are going to change. And that is okay. Humble yourself and keep growing. No one says that there's going to be this lateral, like this, this, uh, 
horizontal line of of you, you know your progression is is not just like sorry it's just it's not just up right there's going to be tops and turns and you know just like entrepreneurs talk about how crazy the life is your life is going to be like that so yeah i had to really learn how to let go am i perfect at it no but i'm constantly grabbing this essential and i'm like reminding myself right so i'm writing like a posty note i am but it's coming up more in my head now like let it go it takes time right when i have a client we know our trauma we understand it then we got to figure out what the trigger is to our trauma and then we put the skills in to combat that that trigger when the trigger comes like we know what to do so that we're not acting out in our behavior I would definitely say that my I am getting real quick to saying like nah let that go let that go don't stress about that God doesn't work in confusion. He doesn't work in strife and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's more, he really works in a flow of peace. He really does. So sometimes we're the ones who put a lot of stress on ourselves. And, um, I'm not saying this process is easy, but it's something you have to do consistently. It's an essential, it's an essential to life, learning when, what to let go, let go of people's opinions. And if you know you can't, you know if it's hard, look at the things around you that are hindering you from doing that, right? What is hindering you from letting something go? Are you too in tune with social media? Are you comparing? Everything in life is a comparison. When you say, oh, you know, you know my, my project is small. Small compared to what? Why would you say it's small? It's impacting people. Yeah, but it's not impacting a lot of people. Excuse me? The shepherd left the 99 to go after the one. That one is not essential. That one is not important. Changing two lives is extremely important. You know? Like, so who said that it was small? We This comparison thing is way bigger than we think. Focus on you. Stay in your lane. Take it one day at a time, right? So that was my understanding of freedom. And that has been like a really key thing on this journey right now. And then forgiveness came up, which is a part of the change, right? So let's get into it. So obviously in the midst of midst of all that freedom, forgiveness was necessary and I didn't even know it, honey. Now, I have mentioned on this show my past relationship. So let's get into it. I was in a on and off situationship, relationship for like 10 years. No cap. Ew, who am I? No cap. <laughs> oh, I'm so New York. Oh my gosh, I'm so Harlem. Anyway. 
<laughs> um, but seriously, yeah, I was in an on and off situation for like 10 years. And uh, as I mentioned before, the closer you get to God, the closer you get to you, right? The, the more I started to love my father, because I always say this and I'm, I, I, I'm going to reiterate it. You need to have a personal relationship with God. A lot of times people throw God's name around and they don't identify Jesus, but they'll throw God around. Um, I'm just going to let y'all know, our ancestors worshipped a lot of gods, right? Low case G. They worshipped a lot of gods that got them smoked, which is burnt, like is kicked, like die, like, <laughs> like they died, right? Like they got killed. Um, because God says, don't worship any other God but me. So sometimes we be saying God, but we don't know the God that we're serving. And I know that sounds crazy, but sometimes the things that we be out here promoting is not what God is promoting. And we want to give him praise. And I believe a lot of people's hearts are like in the right place, but we really got to get real. This world is, is, is real wicked. So you got to really be careful. Like, who are you worshiping? Is God really approving the things that you are doing? And are you saying that he's approving it because you just want it to be? So getting a close relationship with God, you're going to have to read the Bible. He speaks through you through his word. And I know some people are like, yeah, but the Bible ain't for us. And I went through all that. You know, I didn't even have a plan to talk about that, but I really went through all of that, y'all. I denounced Jesus. I believe that because I was on my social justice, black woman power movement, that I definitely shouldn't be reading no Bible and, you know, this is white Jesus and this is not for us. Like, I went through that whole process. And as I've said before, I was hella depressed, hella confused because I was taking information from everybody else. And that's how the enemy works on people. I've heard the same excuse from everybody I've met why they don't want to read the Bible. Well, there's these different translations. Well, there's these da-da-da-da-da, right? I believe in some parts of the Bible, not all parts, because I feel, I feel. It's not about what you feel. It's really not. You know what God felt? He didn't want to get, you know what Jesus felt? He didn't want to go through with the crucifixion. But he said, Lord, if it's, if it's in your will, let it be done. He didn't feel like getting crucified. He didn't feel like getting spit on by those he basically created. He didn't feel like it, but he did. He sacrificed for us. There's things we, a, a lot of times we're going to have to sacrifice our desires and certain feelings. I'm not saying that God is not out here, that he can't give the desires of your heart. But if they're not aligned with his will, if they're not aligned with his word, you got to rethink that. So let me circle back. I was that type of person who was very much, nah, I'm believing that Bible stuff. You know, I'm really, I'm not really down with it. You feel me? I was in all of that. And then I really got challenged. Like, I can say all this stuff about it, but I ain't never really read it myself. You know, that's like how everybody scrolls. And they only read the caption and they only hear what people tell them about it, but they didn't read the article themselves to really know what happened. 
how do you know you really dislike something or don't understand something and can't get jiggy with something when you haven't really took the time to dive in it to your dive in it yourself i'm not closed off on hearing about what other people are going through i believe conversations heal i believe like you get to know someone else it doesn't mean you may convince me of you know or convict me of something however i love to hear what your perspective is because that's how it helps for, for, for me anyway as for doing therapy i love to be culturally competent i love to be competent in understanding people and their minds and their motives right and not everybody is the same but a lot of times there are connections which is why we share experiences right so I gave it a try myself. I started reading it myself and it absolutely changed my life. It changed my life. And I'm still learning. There's so much in the word that you think you know. You read one time and you're like, oh, yeah, I understand this. And then you find out that there's more context and you're reading it out of the context. And, and it's just so much to learn. And it's such a beautiful process because it's it's a relationship that you're building with God personally, not out of obligation because yeah, everybody should believe in God because everybody's seeking God. I've never, I haven't really met one person who's not like, I know people who are atheists, but they're still searching for something higher. And the reason why they are atheists is because something, a lot of the times, not all the ones I've encountered, something traumatic happened or the way something was delivered about God was from somebody who was false and out here who was wicked and working for the enemy, working for the devil and not really working for God. That's why I say you got to be careful who you're serving. There's a lot of people who have churches who are not under God's like, they're not working for God for sure. So, um, try it out for yourself. I'm a big advocate. Read your Bible yourself. Just start it out try it how can you say you don't know something you don't understand something you ain't never really gave it a try and i say that because that's the way you start to build a personal relationship with god now the enemy gonna be lurking and the way you combat it is understanding how he's gonna be lurking and it's all in the word trust it's not an easy journey but it's possible it's in there um so yeah get into a personal relationship with god personal read his word he talks through his word. Get into a personal relationship with the Father. Um, and don't just do it because you feel obligated or, you know, it was just, a lot of people have relationships because it's secondary. It's like, oh, my mom always talked about God or this person always talked. But you get to know him for yourself. Man, that love is, that love is, is intense. It's it. Whew, that love is intense. It really is. Um, and I really do want to give it to other people. So yeah, definitely try it out for yourself. Um, so yeah, so when it came to forgiveness, right? Like, let me backtrack. Um, the more I fall in love with God, the more I fall in love with myself, the more I understand why God created me, how he created me, things he sacrificed for me. And I'm not gonna lie to you, the more I fall in love, like I said, I fall in love with myself, I start to realize what I deserve. I start to reflect. Now, as a single woman, I began to feel like, dang, I wasted so much time in that situation. And I'm going to tell y'all, I was never like that. Like, I wish I could have that that person on the show. I, I am not that person. I find the positive in every negative. I am the type of person to 
forgive and forget. Honestly, that used to be my my downfall. I will forgive and forget. Like I would forgive the person and literally forget because they'll promise me they're gonna do something and then the next month they promise me they're gonna do something and they fit they don't do it. Then the next month they promise they're gonna do the same thing and they don't do it. And I'm hurt all over again like it was the first time, y'all. <laughs> like what is wrong with you? And that's connected to trauma that we'll probably get into th- throughout the rest of the season. But honestly, it was like, bruh, like, what are we doing? So I, I, I'm never that person. And I never, be- like, all my friends used to hate that I just talk so positive about this person. They saw me go through so much turmoil and pain, but I never spoke bad about the person at all. So this was a big change for me that I started to feel like I wasted my time. Um... I was just resentful and obviously I became upset Um, because typically I'm forgiven. I've been through a abusive type of relationship. Um, You know, person laid their hands on me before, verbally was wilding. Uh, um, And I'm not going to lie to you, I forgave that person because I was like, there's no way they could have loved me when they didn't love themselves, they were going through stuff. You know what I mean? So I kind of just let it go and I didn't love me. Right. So I, 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 I'm a forgiving person. I really am. It's kind of annoying, but I was pissed y'all. I was upset. And, um, yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't get over it. Like, I was just really upset. And, you know, like I said, at times, I'm one of those people who I'm always hopeful that the person who claims that they love me, like, I'm a big believer, like, your word is your bond. Like, you're going to come through. You're going to do what you say. I always had this so optimistic and I was so la-la. And then obviously, at at time, that, that grew, but I still had this, like, well, this person didn't mean it. And I remember saying y'all that even though I went through so much pain over those years that I would do it all over again, because the lessons that I learned and the beauty, it was beauty in this, in this, um, union that we had girl, bad girl, bad. Ugh. Ugh. No. <laughs> and please understand that someone can love you, but they, may not love you the way you need to be loved and you deserve to be loved the way you need to be loved without compromising. I'm not saying that there might be not comprom- compromising in the relationship, but if there's a way you need to be loved that's not rooted in trauma cuz sometimes we need this because like I've been through da da da. There's a I feel like there's a difference when you are whole and you know who you are or you as you continue to develop that, you don't have to compromise on how you deserve to be loved or how you need to be loved. Um, there's a lot of things that I compromise and things that when you go against yourself, what you naturally feel and need and it hurts. It hurts. There were things that I agreed to in that relationship that is not who I am. It's not. <laughs> and I had to fight against that to get back to who, you know, who I really am today. 
Um, so the resentment was real, y'all. I was like, this person got a business. They should throughout the I I sold money into this person. I did this, this, that, and third. And this is things that I would never say to the person themselves. I like, throw that at them. But I was so angry, and I had never, I hadn't in the ten years, I had never felt this much anger, because we was always, we was always good. I always had this immense love for this person, but I was tight, y'all. And of course, contact would have been cut off. I threw away every single thing that that person um, have ever gave me, right? Something that the person gave me, they gave me the name Kate Hartfield. They gave me the name Kate Hartfield. I remember, I think I talked about this season one, episode one. I talked about that ex- that experience, but they gave me the name. And um, yeah, I was going through this, this anger, this resentment. I remember feeling like, God, I don't feel like this name is supposed to be a part of the new ministry you're walking me into. Like something just doesn't feel right. And sometimes the name... I don't know, like, I'm, I'm going to get into that. But he, that person gave me the name, um, and I didn't feel like it was supposed to go into the ministry, right? And I felt this need to really completely separate. Like I told you, there was no communication. Actually, the person would, like, hit me up on social media or congratulate me with stuff, and I would just ignore it. And, again, that's not who I am. Usually, I would at least say thank you. I wasn't doing none of that because I was trying to break the cycle because the cycle, y'all, was real. And we're going to talk about cycles this season. The cycle was so real it was like we would stop talking he would go with somebody I would live my life then somehow we would connect and we're back into this oh my gosh I love you oh my gosh I love you you're everything and you know it's you and if I could I would and all this crap and it was just like now that you see it in a different lens when you when you have a stronger love for yourself and understand your self-worth it's just like oh my gosh like ugh, I can't believe I went through this and so there was no contact on nothing. I threw away everything, y'all. Like gifts, rings, garbage. Clothes, garbage. Uh, <laughs> everything. Pictures, rip, garbage. Um, letters, garbage. Everything, garbage. Threw it away, okay? The only thing I didn't throw away was a physical picture of him and his mom and like his younger brother. I didn't feel comfortable throwing that away. I just felt like that's that's wrong. Like I ain't gonna throw that away. Um, I have a heart, right? <laughs> yeah, I have a heart. I'm not a tin man. So I didn't throw that away. I actually was going to give it to a friend to give, but I couldn't get up with them. Um, then I was going to mail it and I'm going to, um, but we're, I'm, a, I'm, a, let me just continue. Right. So going through this process, I'm purging, I'm angry uh, there's a feeling of confusion of the name, right? I really didn't understand the name. So y'all know I have a mission is live, learn, love, and lift each other up, right? And there's sec- there's a there's something a part of each and every one of that, like live. We're talking about our lived experiences right now, which has come through the podcast. Learning, there's going to be a lot of learning material that comes out over time uh, through curriculums, through different programs and that I'm really excited about, as well as like my journals, the K journals that's going to come out that I've been working on just got to, I got a lot more tweaking to do. So, you know, look out for that. 
Uh, the love is what we spread all the time. I am, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, that's imperative. And love is rooted in the fact, the foundation of that God is all up and through this and that I'm trying to bring people closer to Christ and lift each other up. Though That's closer to the, the National Good Deeds Day Foundation and so many other programs and mentorship things that I'm going to be creating, right? So you have this and I'm like, how the heck does Kay Hartfield fit in? Like, I just... I don't see it. I feel like I was taking an edge piece of the puzzle and trying to put it in the middle and you know it don't fit, but you're you banging it in. Like, it was like, all right, girl. So I would pray on it a lot. I remember when I prayed on it, Kia Centrus came up. Kia Centrus came up. I did a little, like, look into it. And then I, it didn't, it didn't strike me the way I thought it was. I didn't think it was going to work out because, I thought and felt it was supposed to be a certain way, right? But I remember praying and, and getting that name. Then I just kind of threw it away because I was like, oh, it's not how I thought it was going to be. And I don't know. Like, there were certain things attached to it that I was like, mm, I don't know. So I threw it away. Not really realizing, like, you prayed about this. So some time passed and I'm still angry with my ex, Right? And here's the biggest issue out of all of this. When you pray, you ask the Lord to forgive you and forgive others. Let's recite it. Let's recite the prayer. I'm pretty sure all of us know it. I'm always going from the uh, King James, right? After this manner, therefore, we pray, right? So it's our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us, Lord, our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, I don't like to lie. And I'm very particular with the, the prayer. Sometimes I extend it and kind of go into each thing. Like, God, thank you so much for, you know, your provisions. Because that's the daily bread that you give me. The food, like, I really go in. And I always ask, God, I ask for your forgiveness of my sins. And then I say, show me who, may, show me who I may need to forgive. If I am, you know, blinded to it and I don't know, search my heart, show me who I may need to forgive. God always comes through with that prayer. There are people who have come up and I'm like, and I've had to forgive and I've confessed and I've forgiven. I've reached out, you know, started the process, whatever. And so I asked God to show me and my ex kept coming up. And I was going through the process and I'm like, all right, I forgive him. That don't mean I got to talk to him. I'm not talking to him like, like I was tight. I was like, all right, but I'm, I have no intentions on talking to him. Like I'm breaking this cycle. Like I don't need to say a word. He don't deserve my time. He don't deserve. And then I was like, um, maybe I didn't forgive him all the way. Because <laughs> I would still be like, no. And, but I was still holding on. I think I felt entitled to my anger. Because I was so nice throughout the years, I don't know, I felt entitled to feel this this, this angry and dispel all this, you know, amazingness that I used to say that he was. Like, I felt entitled to, to it, right? Like, I would talk to my friends like, ah, he wasn't this and bloop, bloop, bloop and forget about him. You know, like, I... And they were they were shocked, but they were some of them were relieved because they was like, "Girl, finally you're able to see the blondest is off." And some of them were shocked, like, "Dang, I ain't never looked at it like that." And some of them were already convinced because I had already talked them up for like ten years. So, but I felt I felt really entitled to this anger, 
Um, so I confided in my best friend who is a strong believer in Christ and um, she's been on the show. And um, I told her, I was like, yo, bruh, I forgave him. Like, I'm not going to talk to him. So why does this keep coming up when I pray to God? Like, this is annoying. Um, and, you know, I'm talking to God, too. But at this point, I had to seek counsel because I'm like, what's up? And she said something so beautiful. She was like, it's not about forgiving him. It's about forgiving yourself regarding your situation. And I was like, yes. And and I was tight because I knew what that meant. And I had to face a lot of stuff. Um, there is nothing like accountability, y'all. You know, we talk about accountability. There's nothing like, you know, when you know you can't blame nobody else but yourself. It's It, it gets real. It gets real when, when that happens. I always say once you know, you cannot know. Because once you have an understanding, it's your job to apply that wisdom. It's on you now. Like, you can't. That's why I'm very careful when people talk, ask me questions about, you know, my journey and my walk right now. Sometimes I I try to be careful because once you do know, you can't know, and now you're responsible for that information. And now you have to figure out what to do with it because we all have to seek our own salvation, right? And this is just in life. Like, you know, once you know, you can't know. You just read this text or you just did this. So what you going to do about it? What, it's all it's on you now you got to take accountability for how you want to be treated um see i'm aware of the reality of these steps because i do this in, in with my clients but thank goodness i have a tremendous friend that holds me accountable regarding my growth and my walk with christ and you know go listen to go best friend in season one um, I'm probably going to have her on again and redo that episode a little bit and really talk about the importance of accountability and friendship and how to navigate that. But that episode was really good. So go check it out. Personal accountability is important and having someone to hold you accountable is, is important too. So forgiveness, right? I had to do a lot of work to understand, you know, my trauma, my self-worth and the root of my trauma, the triggers, all of like we discussed earlier. But this was annoying to admit, to admit I'm not going to hold y'all. Like I allowed myself to believe for all these years that I wasn't worthy of a, of a relationship, like a real relationship in the forefront, right? A relationship where someone is beaming about me and, and I won't like, yeah. And I'm such a loyal human being. And when you're loyal and you don't know your self-worth, oh, that is that is a disaster for, for a young girl who doesn't know her self-worth. When she's hella loyal, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Um, so I just thought I wasn't worthy. And I obviously didn't think that in the conscious state. But I obviously thought that because of my behavior. I thought that because of the trauma that was pushed down. You know what I mean? Like, I, these are the responses from that. Please understand a person will treat you how you allow. And no matter how sweet they are, no matter how top, like, they're going to treat you how you allow. And it's unfortunate for a lot of us that don't, you know, or that just wasn't, taught their worth in their formative years during their formative years you know um 
it sucks because what you don't learn in your formative years, you can't get to certain stages, right? Because there's like these life stages that we go through. And when you, when you don't get the skills that you need from that one stage, they carry on. And this is how the trauma comes up. And, and this is what you need to pull back from when you were younger to heal from. So, um, it's unfortunate, but we can say it's the other person's fault until we turn like blue in the face. Right. And we can say that we didn't know. And yeah, we consciously didn't voluntarily probably put ourselves in that situation. However, we can we can only blame somebody else but for so long. Eventually, when you are on this journey of healing and growing, you're going to have to utilize the tools, take the L, and uh, move on, right? Do what you need to do to grow and move on. And so I had to forgive myself. I had to apologize to myself for allowing myself to go through that and not think that I was worthy of true love the way I wanted it, the way I deserved. Um, I cried, I walked and I talked with God, I journaled. I went through a lot of work during that process. And I continued to ask God to help me and show me what I needed to work on, what I needed to change. Um, and um, God has been correcting me, honey. <laughs> Listen, I don't want nobody to think because I have this show, The Key Essentials to a Kingdom Life, that I'm perfect. Nobody out here is perfect. And um, I'm aiming towards perfection in Christ, using him as an example of how he was out here, because it's possible. He came out here in human form to be an example. So we know that it's possible. Um, and there's things that we have to do but God is correcting me y'all but I'm blessed with that correction because correction just shows me that he loves me I think about Proverbs 3 11 to 12 um I'm gonna read it my son despise not the chastising of the Lord neither be wary of his correction for whom the Lord loveth he correcteth even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. So, yeah, every time I get corrected, every time I get, I, you know, I get a sat down, you know, I, I'm like, I'm blessed. I'm annoyed that I keep having to learn certain lessons, but that's just going to be on this journey. And that, that's, that's a tale to my personal, like, characteristics and, like, me wanting to just get it together and be really great at whatever I'm doing, but it's a relationship. You take it one day at a time, one day at a time. You let go of what you can't control. You pick up what you can. You stay grounded. You remove the things that distract you from really honing into God. And, you know, you, you do it that way. Like I said, I'm learning day by day. Um, but right after that, I felt relief. Like I remember having this like uh like daydream. I daydream a lot. And um he popped up and I didn't have no anger. And I was like, Oh, I could I think I can give him the picture myself. Like, 
I don't have to hit him up, talk to him. But if I run into him, fine, I could, I could deliver that. Because at first I was like, I don't ever like if I see him, I don't want to see, I don't, I don't want to see him at all. That's how, that's how much anger I had. And um, now it's like, oh, I'm good. Like I can see him, and I'm like, and then I'm also now remembering like, oh, that that was my boy though. <laughs> like he was mad cool. <laughs> um, and it's and because it, it wasn't about him, it was displaced anger. It was just like resentment is anger and anger is hurt. I was hurt, y'all. I was really hurt. I was just hurt. And I had to identify that I was responsible for that hurt. And I felt so much relief. And when I prayed that prayer, when I asked God, right now, nothing is coming up. And it's such a blessing. Um, And uh, yeah. So... I felt relief and then the name I remember like shortly after I felt that relief the name came back up the key Centuries. because I've I've been constantly praying about God you know what do you want me to do I feel like I'm not supposed to have this name anymore give me a new name like you know and I went through the key experience the key essentials and I was going back and forth because I wanted to get back to my name like K Hartfield is cool and it really does like I do move from my heart like a lot of things that I do are from the heart like I'm a heartfelt person so I really you know I I, I like I like the name but I just felt like I wanted to get back to the essence of who I am and I'm Kianda I don't know why I keep shying away from my name and nobody calls me K Hartfelt like not one person is like yo K Hartfelt can you come over here no they call me Kianda or they call me Key I actually used to not let people call me Key at all because I felt like you need to really know me to call me Key but Nowadays, I'm fine because people disrespect me anyway and call me Key. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my name, right? It's Kionda, K-I-Y. So the Key Essentials came back up and it was specifically the Key Essentials to a Kingdom Life. And I was like, Whoa. and it pressed on me and I prayed on it and it felt really, really right. And I consulted a trusted friend, not for their opinion, but... I just told them what was going on and they was like, oh my gosh, I really do think this is what you need. I think this is the perfect thing to detach you from all that other stuff and really break this cycle. Like, I'm really excited for you. And I was like, man, that's, that's, you know, that's what I needed to hear. Um, and so I was determined to, to change the name. And you know, what's so crazy. The only thing that I had fear about rebranding. I really did. I was like, what are people going to think? What people may be attached to the name. People going to think I'm crazy. People going, like, this is a lot. Like, I've had this name since 2014. Probably, no, I'm lying. I had this name since, like, 2000 and, like, seven or eight. Bruh. Yeah, I had this new name since, like, 2008, 2009. Yeah, yeah, not seven. 2008, 2009. So I'm like, bruh, like, this is annoying. Um, but what I noticed was, is that anytime, like when the only thing that's standing in my way is what other people may think or how someone else may feel, I know I'm supposed to like continue to go with, especially when the Lord has given it to you. And those are those moments of be brave and just do it. You're not going to have it all together, but just, this is something, this is a gift that I feel like I've gotten from God, that name. So I'm excited. And it was also, I felt like, a thing about be bold. Because I feel like 
I was a little ambiguous. Like I talk about God all the time. I talk about Christ. I talk about my journey and I, I engulf, like I was intertwining God in every single conversation. Right. I was technically pulling out the key essentials, you know, on the, on the, for the journey, but especially on the blogs, but I don't, I felt like I wasn't as bold. Like, oh, we're going to talk about Jesus. You feel me? Like everybody else going to be bold about that theirs. I'm going to be bold about mine. You feel me? So um, I wanted to make sure there wasn't no ambiguity. I think that's the right word. Um, and people knew. And I think that was a test of like, are you going to be bold about me? And it's like, yeah, why would I not? You know, why would I not? What the heck do I have to hide? I keep saying I'm not of this world. I just reside here. And if I'm living here for you, because the ultimate promise is eternity with Christ. That's the ultimate promise. Like, we're going to really get dive into this season about a lot of things that God has purged out of me. But the ultimate promise, I used to have all these, these bigger things. The ultimate goal is to have eternity with Christ. Because none, none of this stuff, I can't take none of this, whatever I do on earth, I can't take none of that with me. You know, I can't, though heaven is coming on earth, what I'm saying is, is that none of it compares to what God is going to do. Romans 8, 18, nothing. Eternity is, is everything. That's the ultimate promise. Not the house, not the cars, not the this, not the that. The ultimate promise is eternity. So I'm doing all I can to make sure I get to that. Um, because we have to endure this to the end to get salvation you know so yeah so the key essentials came I'm not gonna lie and say that when I it wasn't a struggle like I wasn't like oh but how do I what are people gonna think that I did go through that believe it or not I really did I went through the what are people gonna think should it be the key experience instead the key experience to a kingdom life and you know what's so crazy it's like when God has something for you why do you want I, I listened to a show recently and it was like when God has something for you, why why wouldn't you want it, right? Or if God doesn't have something for you, why do you want it? I only want what God wants for me. And he, I really believe that he gave me this. So um, I was going back and forth. And then I remember one, I was trying to figure out my LLC, like some other parts of this this aspect of the business, because I like cohesion, Um so to have K, the K experience, the key experience podcast and the key essentials website, it was just like, yo, what are we doing? You know? And, um, I woke up one morning and God put on my heart to, to hit up my best, uh, one of my closest friends. And, um, and she's like business savvy. Like she's one of those people who going to give it to you raw. She knows me really well. I lived with her for years. She's gonna she's gonna be on the show too. She has a really great episode coming out, I believe, episode five. Um, she gave it to me raw and she helped me out and she just kind of solidified things. And the Lord put her on my heart when I woke up because I don't bother her for nothing, and I didn't want to bother her. And I kept feeling be bold, be brave, like just hit her up, just you know, be bold, just just go for it, like stop. And I did, and it really helped out. So we're gonna break right here and just kind of go. I know I, it was a lot that we just digested, and I'm really hoping that you guys are being edified by this message. Um, but before we do like a real quick recap and really pull out the key essentials to this uh, episode, let's go to um, the business of the week. 
week this week is coach capers fitness slogan be your own competition all right coach capers is also known by elisa caper she is the founder and creator of this brand she is from harlem and is dedicated to the health and wellness of her community she is an ace certified physical therapist trainer that also sells equipment that you can use at home or in the or that you can use at home, no excuse to get the body you deserve, right? You can also inquire about personal training and fitness questions all on her website. That's coachcapers.myshopify.com. Uh, Again, that's capersfitness.myshopify.com. Go to my blog for more information. And uh, Coach Capers, Elisa Capers, we just thank you so much for your contribution um, and she has actually done my my uh, block party a few each each time I've had a block party she's been there to help educate the community on ways to be fit and um, I'm just so thankful for her so we really really want to thank you and make sure again you go to her website or you can go to my go to the pink and green wall and you will be able to connect to her stuff okay all right so just to do a recap. That's why I changed the name. I changed the name because I really felt, I always had this feeling like it didn't fit. But at the same time, I also wanted to, I didn't believe that it was going to be, that that name should have been a part of the next part of my life. Um, It represented so much that, that I had to forgive myself for. And it's, Forgiveness is also about letting go, and I, I think it, I think it was really time to let it go, and get back to to me. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. I hope you guys respect it and understand it. You know, if you type in kheartfelt.com, you'll still be you'll you'll still go straight to the website. You're probably gonna hear some kheartfelt stuff throughout because a lot of these shows are some of these shows are pre-recorded. Right. So let's get into the key essentials. Right. Number one, seek freedom in God. Right. How does that look? Let go and let God have his way. That's a song, right? Let God have his way. Anyway, uh, listen and obey even when you don't have all the instructions. Right. Sometimes it won't make sense and you'll probably get instructions and pieces. But obedience, obedience is... um is very important go check out the obedience uh uh there'll be obedience um episode in season one right so sometimes they will come like i said follow the instructions that god has given you sometimes it's a you know god did again god did not ask you to make it perfect when he released it to you sometimes you release that job or initiative he just wants you to do it he provided you with what you needed what you needed is already there remember where god took you out of and where you are now there are tools and there are things that you have acquired along the way 
what God is asking you to go into, you already have the tools. Go along the way, understand that you will make mistakes, right? You will, there things will change and that is okay. It's a part of the journey. Humble yourself, keep growing, keep going and trust in God each and every step of the way. All right, get into his word, hear from him. Let go of what you cannot control and allow him to do the rest, seriously. Um, stop the comparison, stop the stop the the hardships that you put on yourself, you know? A lot of a lot of this stuff is self-inflicted and we got to we got to watch out for those things too. Let go. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. As you draw closer to God and fall in love with him, uh, this is a key essential, the second key essential. I believe you will learn to love yourself. And when you do that, understand that you deserve to be loved how you need to be loved. No compromises on that. Trust in God. Keep praying and don't compromise on your values or your morals or the commandments. All right? Because key essential number three, be conscious of when you are praying, as I mentioned. I often pray and ask God for forgiveness because obviously we sin every day, but there is um, a difference between unconscious sin and conscious sin, right? So I like to be corrected. As I mentioned, it's a blessing that shows me he loves me, but sometimes I don't be asking for it. He gives it and that's a ble- that's an even bigger blessing, but yeah. But I ask God to show me who I may need to forgive because I'm in a constant state of growth and healing and trying to make sure I can, you can't ask for forgiveness yet and not forgive others, right? So do not forget to forgive yourself, to dig deep and um, come to grips to what you have allowed. Because that's, that's, I know it's like, yeah, but I went through, let it go. You, there are things that you allowed. And if that's just the, the understanding that you do not have self-worth, then that's the moment that you get on that journey to learn it. And you seek God and ask him how. Sometimes we want to have a medium in between God. We want to get a book or we want to get this. And I'm not saying that those are wrong, but I think the biggest book that we can get to seek our self-worth, um, especially believers, I feel like if you're a non-believer, this may be a little bit harder, but it's a start because I can't tell you not to do that um, because your wisdom may be, you may catapult and I don't know how your journey going to be. You feel me? But I don't think there's no better way to learn it through through this way. I'm not saying that there are not books that you can't read to help you with your self-worth, but I guarantee you a lot of them mirror the Bible. That's what I've learned. I've read a lot of them and they mirror what's in the word, honestly. Um, sometimes I want us to understand that when you forgive yourself, right? Let it go. Do not allow that to stay in your mind and keep you from moving forward. At times we stick with the shame. Like we've, we've said it, right? We, we said that we forgive ourselves and, you know, we feel, but, but we hold ourselves hostage to, I can't believe I allowed myself to go through that, or I can't believe I did that. And that keeps us from growth. And that's, that's the work of the enemy. I'm telling you, the enemy is tricky. A lot of, the enemy is tricky. So be careful. When you've asked God for forgiveness, trust in his word that he has and continue to move past and do better. All right. Really, really ask yourself if you've moved past it. And if you haven't, deal with that. 
excuse me, I needed a little water. Um, essential key number four. I thought this was important to put, but um, Proverbs three eleven eleven Proverbs three eleven to twelve, as I mentioned about the correction. If you are a parent. Ensure that you are teaching your child self-worth in their formative years. And if you don't know if you got that all together, if you're wondering why you're being treated a certain way, a lot of times you are allowing it. We allow certain things. And um, get the help that you need. It's okay to go to therapy. It's, it's really okay to go to therapy. Um, forget about what other people think. Do what's best for you and your child if you have children. Because if you don't deal with your self-worth, if you don't know it, more than likely you are inflicting that right onto your child. Because children watch, y'all. It's not just about what you tell them. It's about being an example. So you can't just tell your child that they're beautiful and tell them that they're amazing and that they're, oh my gosh, but yet they see you do things that are not, that doesn't exude self-worth. They see you get hit by someone. They see you, um, they see a man treat you really bad. And sometimes we think our children are not aware, but they are, y'all. So it's important to um, to teach our kids in their formative years their self-worth. Sorry, y'all, I mixed up. So essential number four is understanding that correction is how God loves you. Essential number, that is important because sometimes we look at correction as it's bad, but correction is good, especially when it's coming from the Lord. You'll know it when it doesn't align with his word and he's pressing on your heart to change something. That's one way. Um, but read your word and correction is really good. Five is a person will treat you the way you allow. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Please, 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 please. Ensure that your children understand their self-worth, not just by saying it to them, but by being an example. And if you need the help, get the help that you need. And essential number six is now that you have the knowledge of this, right? You have knowledge of freedom and understanding of forgiveness, um, but now you need to apply it. And that's where wisdom comes in. Wisdom is the application of what you know, all right? So... Applying it is not a one, two, three thing when it comes to forgiveness, when it comes to letting go and freedom and letting go in God, but it's a constant thing that you need to do. It's a constant thing. Please don't think that these key essentials are something you just do one time. These are things that, like I said, I have to write down posty notes around my house and, and meditate on the word and constantly journal about these things to keep it on my forefront. So now when things are happening, I'm remembering instantly, like, nah, let that go. Nah, remember, like, nah, this person is not worth your time. They didn't even do X, Y, and Z. Don't, don't, mm -mm, don't give them a call. Don't even do, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to waste our time with this. So, yeah. More than anything, ask the Lord to pour his strength into you and he will see you through. I, I know he will, you know, stay in his word, read your Bible. All right. All right, y'all. I... Thank you for rocking with me. I really, really hope that this was good. I felt this was this was great. Not only did I need to get this out, but 
you know, reminders are good. <laughs> so, uh, talking about reminders, listen, go to my blog, thekeyessentials.com, formerly known as thekheartfelt.com. Go to the blog, read the article, or I mean the blog in conjunction with the, the website. I will have things linked there. You'll have the, the link to the mood song. Um, you'll have more information on the business of the week. I'm excited. There's so much that goes on in the show. <laughs> um, you know, when we have guests, we play games. Uh, so just as a disclaimer, like I said, there's certain things that as I'm editing, you're going to hear kheartfelt.com or you're going to hear kheartfelt because some of the things I just can't do all over. <laughs> like some of them I am going to edit and other things I'm like, listen, we just going to have to thug this out and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to figure it out. But I've had a lot of these shows pre-recorded for like, I have like 10 shows pre-recorded. Some of them I can't use, some of them I am going to use, and we're just going to figure it out. So I'm giving you guys a disclaimer right now. I hope you guys are listening to season. I hope you guys are listening thoroughly. So don't ask me like, well, which one is the name? It is the Key Essentials. All right, go to thekeyessentials.com. However, I still own things for the K Heartfelt. So if you type in it, it's still going to get you back to thekeyessentials.com. So go to the blog, read it. Yeah, and I just hope you guys are excited about this season. And we have a lot, lot, lot of great guests, some really good conversations, some really great key essentials that I think you're going to need. Some of them are going to be repeated and they come out of different forms through different experiences. And I'm just excited. So thank you for joining me on this. Um, I pray you were, you know, able to take something away from this. If someone has come to your mind, your heart during this episode please send it to them share it to them uh don't forget to go to my website like as i keep mentioning the keyessentials.com read the blogs look out for so much more to come i'm so excited to catapult no more cycles we're breaking cycles i'm walking into um the lighted the lit path that god has had for me and i'm excited and i don't really know what the heck it looks like y'all I don't know all the ins and outs, but I'm taking it a step at a time. Even the things that I think I create, I'm just submitting it like, I don't really know, bro. And I'm tired of trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm tired of trying to figure it out. They say if you want to make God laugh, talk to him about your plans, right? So, one thing at a time. All right, don't play yourself. Check out the pink and green wall highlighting all of y'all. <laughs> and to get more information, like I mentioned already, on the business of the week and so many other businesses. If you are a business out there and you're listening to this and you want to be put on the, the pink and green wall, you want to shout out, um, please, please, please go to the pink and green wall and reach out. Fill out the form on the bottom and and reach out. I want to highlight you. I really do. I This is one of the ways it's important for me to lift other people up is to let people know what's going on. I've always love to shout out businesses as long as you ain't dealing nothing with witchcraft or anything that's against you know god's word you good in my book as long as it ain't really crazy and perverse i'm excited (laughs) i want to promote you i want other people i want to see us all win you know so definitely hit me up and until next time all right remember once you know you can't know take the time read your bible Live, learn, love, and lift each other up. First, the only way to be light in the midst of so much darkness. All right? Bye!